What's going on? What's going on? Welcome in, everybody. This is the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Casino. That is Will over there. See, look at I did it perfectly on the first try. Um, we're mixing things up today. As you can see, I'm starting out the show. Um, I'm all fired up. I've got one kid sleeping, one toddler in bed, and the other one, the other little two-month-old over here smiling at me. He's right down here. Uh, but how's it going today, BJ? Feeling good? Feeling good after last night? Uh, yeah, I was uh, very hyped up what, last what, night. What, what what happened last night? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, mm, that's the taste of victory right there. Taste oh, man. of victory. Well, so we've got a very shortened show today, uh, so we're gonna jam pack it. That's why I'm gonna run the lead on this, so I can kind of get things rolling without Mister uh, speaking rants and <laughs> run rants. on sentence. Uh, even yeah. though I do, yeah, even well, I do a lot of uh, off-topic stuff too. So we're a marriage matched in heaven. See what I'm saying? There we go. Uh, so first off, we'll start off. BJ, how did we do on our picks on this jam-packed weekend? um i think you beat me but i don't think we did bad overall for with yeah i think we both did pretty good no we both did very good except uh our three or our four main differences this week uh we picked four separate three separate games and then a uh interception bet i went three and one in our differences this week so you uh, picked the Ravens while I picked the Bengals and then the Ravens won. Obviously, that was before the Joe Burrow injury. Uh, the two games we had different, I picked the Rams and Broncos. You picked Seahawks and Vikings. Both the Rams and the Broncos won. Yeah, which... and you did not. You were not silent about it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And then uh weird one, you picked over three interceptions. I picked two or under for Kenny Pickett. He threw zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So, so by both default, win? I win that one because I said under two. All right. But so you're three and one on me. Yeah, but so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <sighs> Oh, 9, 10, 11. So I was 12 this week and you were 9, which brings our uh, yearly total. You were at 94. I am at 90. So there is only a four-game difference separating that's, us. That's a good one. That's good. See, I knew I would spice it up. I think this is the best week I had all season. I think like so, too. Win. We did pretty good. I mean, I still had 13, so fuck off. But... That's what I was Whatever. looking. I think the most you now you had a 13 win. I had a 12 win. Yeah. So this Good. was my best week. Nice. Um, well, just going through some of those games now that we're going to be talking about. Um, a lot more entertaining than we thought, kind of like the previous week, at least for me. Um, I thought that Brown Steelers mm-hmm. game, like that was yeah, it was low scoring, but I thought it was a really well played defensive game um on both sides. Uh, I liked it. That was fun. But Browns did come on top like we thought. Um, we're just going to kind of roll through here. Dolphins beat the Raiders in a much closer game than I thought it was going to be. Um, uh, I don't know if that is Dolphins, again, have a glass jaw or if the Raiders are just McDaniels was the issue. We already know that's the case, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the Raiders... Lions- the Raiders it. actually have like some pretty damn like when you look at their team just when they're playing or whatever, like they have a pretty damn good offense. 
They they, do. they obviously have Devontae Adams, a top, what, three wide receiver in the league. They have a Jacoby Myers, a wide receiver I'm sure on most love- teams would be maybe the best wide receiver, but he's definitely a damn good two. And then they have a tight end I like. They also have Hunter Renfro. They got Josh Jacobs. And then Aiden O'Connell, he played like shit in this game, but oh, yeah, he, he did. doesn't look bad. I don't I don't think he's bad. Um so hey, those Jags now, bud. Those Jags, seven and three. Oh, interesting. How they beat again <laughs> another division rival from their <laughs> shitty division. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're still seven and three. Um, a couple of my favorite thing to note um was there was two games where I don't know this is college rules right here where each <laughs> professional quarterback threw three interceptions and still their team won that game. I'm talking about golf with the lions, which of course I have him, you know, and he had that broke his, a massive streak. He had like 380 receptions without an interception. And then he throws three in one game. I, the lions, I love their defense. They, they showed up. I love how that game ended. Uh, Came back from seven point, uh, 17 points down. I think it was in like three minutes yeah i love i love how that ended with a safety too that was well also you gotta feel bad for justin fields i told you i always felt bad for justin fields he's a good he's good he's a good player he's just on a really bad team i don't i i mean we could go back through all the podcast episodes i honestly don't think i've ever said i hate justin fields ever i think he's just a good quarterback on a bad team i don't Well, also, as we've seen with Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, which is kind of the mold that Justin Fields is, you know, kind of following in the footsteps of, uh, he had 18 carries for 104 yards. And I don't know who looks faster when they run. Like, Lamar Jackson looks fast, but nobody to me at the quarterback position looks faster than when it's Justin Fields or Kyler Murray. When they're running around, they look like they're the fastest player like in the NFL. Like the way they move 100%. is just fucking crazy to me. So I feel like Justin Fields, you get him. I mean, DJ Moore's good, but I don't know if he's, you know, a caliber talent of like we were just talking about like Devontae Adams or whatever. But you get him like a true number one wide receiver and then a offensive coordinator who understands who he is and can like help him in the way like Dayball and uh, Strickland did with uh, Hertz. And then obviously Dayball with uh, Josh Allen. Like, I feel like you just get his accuracy up a little and just design the offense around him. And there's going to be no way to stop it because he also in this game, 18 carries 104 yards. He averaged six yards a carry. Like that's when you're just watching him play, like, it's it's fucking crazy. I've yeah. never seen a quarterback move as fast as he does in like such a burst. It's it's ridiculous. But um, who yeah. was the other quarterback you were talking about? Uh, the other With, quarterback uh, three interceptions. Is, and you know what? And and Jared Goff still uh, put Jared, up some decent numbers. Oh what? I'm not on mute. There you go. Yeah, uh, I wasn't on mute. I mean, it was out um, for a second, but go on. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, Jared Goff still put up good numbers, and same did this guy, C.J. Stroud. I think the three interceptions does take him out of the MVP candidacy. 
However, he still threw two touchdowns, 336 yards, and he went 27 for 37. Like, yeah, three interceptions, um, but he, they still find a way to win. This Texans team, and C.J. Stroud specifically, is, are, is really fun really fun to watch. I love that they have – okay, we got the coffer. We've got a coffer. Oh, <laughs> we've got a coffer. Uh, which I also speaking of the Texans uh, next week, they are in, I think one of like the three must watch games, which is it's Texans and Jaguars next week in and the, the, the Jaguars are in Texas. So uh, I'll take Texas all day. I think I'm taking, I, I did my picks uh, before the show. I'm also picking the uh, Texans because Again, I don't think the Jaguars are good. And I think the Texans, even though this was a rough game, like they still, like you said, overcame. I think there was four turnovers because I think there was a fumble in there as well. So overcame four turnovers to beat this like rejuvenated Cardinals team that maybe I think we need to start apologizing to Kyler Murray for like doubting how good he is no he's i think it's he's a fine day. quarterback it's his bullshit that i hate and the half shirts and the half shirts uh, yeah but uh what other games uh piqued your interest casino on sunday um well this game didn't really pique my interest at all honestly i think that's pretty much all of, i did like the seahawks rams and the broncos vikings of course you know those games were just one by one point each very late so those are both very entertaining games uh but we don't need to talk about those you won i don't need to hear you talk about them yeah buddy. Um, <laughs> uh giants beating the commanders shocking but not because the commanders they're they just they just threw in the towel they're bad uh jordan I, love i was i always want to give that they came oh you're, oh, you're cutting me off yeah because I, I want to talk about that Giants-Commanders game. I don't know why I want and give so much respect to the Commanders. I feel like they're just so much better than they actually are. And then they literally let Tommy well, it's DeVito... It's in division and you guys deal with them. Yeah. But, I mean, they gave Tommy DeVito in his, what, third DeVito. or second start? Like, third game? 18 of 26, 246 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. That's to a guy that a week ago everybody was like, "How is this person playing in the NFL?" Right. And then he puts up almost 300 yards, three touchdowns again against a Commanders team that I think yeah. is okay. But also, when it comes to the Commanders, how many more games like this do Commanders fans have to suffer through before Ron Rivera is out of? Well, there? I think I think Patriots get rid of Belichick this year, and he goes and plays for the Texans. Or goes coaches for the Texans. Gosh darn it. Ron Rivera. That, oh, my gosh. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Bill Belichick leaves the Patriots. He gets fired. They mutually disagree. And he goes and he coaches the commanders. Pretty much he's just going to do the same thing over there. So, yeah. Uh, Why is that now, like, the leading rumor? Because I've seen that a couple places where it's like it's commanders have been tied to Belichick. But where's because that prob- coming from? I have no idea, but it, it's probably true. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, good job for Jordan Love to actually protect the football. I was actually impressed with him a little bit this weekend. 
Um, yeah. Um, then what else? Oh, something that has to be talked about. I know we hate the Cowboys. They blew out the Panthers like we knew it. But how about um, uh, oh my gosh, his name? Uh, uh, Branch Darren guy. Bland. Yeah, uh, Daron Bland. Darren Bland. Bland. Whatever what his name it? is. It's uh yeah, Bland. Bland. Uh, but yeah, he tied the NFL record for the most pick sixes in a single season, and it's early. He's got four pick sixes. Like Mika who? <laughs> Mika who? Mika Parsons? Uh, Deron Bland. Uh, one interception. Now you got me saying Mika Parsons. Mika, Micah, I don't know. It's Micah but Parsons. But now the, you got me saying Mika Parsons. <laughs> the crazy, because I mean, obviously there's skill involved in getting interceptions, but there is a lot of luck when it comes to getting not only interceptions, but pick sixes on top of that. Yeah, so, but it's so, also pretty much it's also a lot of skill because as soon as you get it, you have to look down the field and be able to navigate the field. Yeah, like that's I mean that's an insane stat. If he breaks the record again, like you're saying, we are only in week twelve. So what he's got five, five six ga- more games to yeah. uh, try to. I mean, he could like shatter this record, and that'll be one of those records where it'll be like. This will never be broken, but maybe because the league is so pass happy now, it's like has a higher chance of being yeah. broken. But that's, that's really crazy. all I've got outside of the Monday night game. Um, when it comes to college, oh yeah, Brock, or uh, when it comes to NFL, but uh, Brock Purdy, he's he's back, he's legit. Everybody, yeah. he was key, he was concussed. Everybody, get off of his freaking nuts, he was fine, <laughs> dude. He crushed it. He crushed it. And Baker didn't play horrible, but no. Brock Purdy three Brock Purdy three touchdowns, three hundred and thirty-three yards, twenty-one for twenty-five. Mic drop. <laughs> Fucking mic drop. And everybody's like, oh, Debo, you know, his his crutch, he's back. No, it was Brandon Ayuk that got 156 yards off of five receptions. Kittle was next, and then Debo. So it's yeah. like, come on, man. Like but there's the sign I told you was going to happen where I had to go put the little one down now. His eyes yeah. are his eyes are heavy, knees weak, mom's spaghetti. I don't know how it goes. Something like that. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the so, uh, – I will let you start off with your rant. Start off with your Monday night football rant. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get to that last game, we did not talk about was Bill's Jets. Speaking of their back, I mean, the Bills, Josh Allen had 20 of 32, 275, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, James Cook actually gave them a pretty decent running game, 17 carries, 73 yards. Uh, but the real story coming out of this game is the Jets. Zach Wilson, again, not only is he now benched, he's now the third string quarterback listed for the New York Jets behind Tim Boyle and I can't remember the other guy's name. It's, it's I believe Tim Boyle's, I believe, is the one that Aaron Rodgers brought over or something like that. Let me pull up the Jets quarterback depth chart but there's also again the continued rumors of the return of uh Aaron Rodgers and yeah Tim Boyle was the one who 
I mean, it's all over the internet. You look up his stats and he's literally never been good, a good quarterback in this league, but I guess he's just, or not even in the league, in college, in the league, I guess in high school, he was fine, but you have powerful friends like Aaron Rodgers, and all of a sudden you're the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. Trevor Simeon second, Zach Wilson's third. And then uh other thing I wanted to talk about, Casino, was that uh you did not touch on was the No, Packers... I was trying to get through everything quickly. Yeah, the Packers Chargers game, Justin Herbert had the best rated passing performance in the league for this week and then they lose the game basically by three of his wide receivers dropping passes that I think would have equated to I think they said like 17 it was either two touchdowns and a field goal or three touchdowns and they would have won that game but like Mahomes uh good which th- will be the transition good transition He's... i knew what you were doing with that setup <laughs> yeah uh just a great quarterback gets beat in a game they should have won by their wide receivers dropping i mean balls that are literally placed directly in their hands but that's the transition uh to the monday night football game Obviously, I'm an Eagles fan, so this game... Fly, uh, Eagles, fly. <laughs> I said to Casino, like, there was a lot of, I guess, talk, obviously, about this game because it was best current... Currently, be, when this game started, it was best NFC team, best AFC team. Now, I think that shifted a little because I think you can make the case that Baltimore is the best team in the AFC. But... A lot of talk going into this game, uh, you know, with the Eagles players being like, oh, we can't get our, I think even the coach said it, we're not playing to get a ring tonight or like to get it away from them. Kind of just, we're playing the next game on our schedule, which just so happens to be the team that took a ring from us, blah, blah, blah. But the nine and one Philadelphia Eagles win 21 to 17 to the now seven and three Kansas city chiefs. Uh, that game going into halftime was 7 to 17 and then the Eagles defense showed up and did not let uh the Chiefs score another point for the entire third and fourth quarter which I think is the most impressive thing in this game but Definitely. uh watching Definitely. this game casino I was losing my fucking mind in the <laughs> first half of this game and you have the uh, messages to prove Dude, it but shout out shout out to our listener and my one of my regulars my buddy francisco we were having an absolute blast like i literally <laughs> just i was while i was um pouring beer and whatnot i had my phone in front of him and he's just watching all the dings and all your comments coming through and he's just laughing <laughs> it was fantastic it was uh, fantastic thanks for the humor yeah but i was losing my mind because a thing i I saw this game happening like one of two ways. Either it was going to be a shootout to the very end, or I even texted you at one point. I was like, this has 10-7 written all over it because there were reports before the game like from people in the stands being like, we can't see the field. It's raining that heavy right now. So it was like... Right. It looked uh, really bad. Yeah. Even deep, deep into this game, it still looked like it was a monsoon deep. and it was deep Uh, into it and shockingly uh when the field is of a okay condition like still 
Uh, I mean, I thought I thought that narrative was going to be wiped off the board real quick when two plays into the game, uh, Josh Sweat sacks Patrick Mahomes, which they couldn't get to him in the Super Bowl at all. So I was ready, Casino, ready to destroy that narrative of like, oh, see what happens when they play on a regular field and Patrick Mahomes gets sacked six times, but that was the only sack of the game on yeah. Mahomes. But uh, the thing I did... Lot. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they kept getting to him, but then the, he kept running out of the pocket. And then finally in the second half, they were like, Hey, Patrick Mahomes is literally murdering us with his legs. What if we put a QB spy on him? And then turns out he stopped murdering with their legs and they stopped moving the ball. And then it was just like, Oh yeah. Maybe when you play the chiefs, you cover Travis Kelsey and don't let Mahomes run past the line of scrimmage. And you can hold them to not scoring any points because their wide receivers are all dog shit and Garbage. can't catch passes. Uh, I think we've come to, I mean, you look at even some of the bad we've teams. We've talked in this about league. it all year. We've talked about it all year. This team is off. Well, not only that, but you look at their receiving uh, options on the Chiefs, and I think they have a top three worst wide receiver group in the entire league. I mean, they're right there with like the Panthers and even like bad teams, like the Bucks the or, I mean, the Bucks are bad, but like they're middle of the road. The Patriots. But yeah, well, yeah, you look at the Patriots and they at least have one or two wide receivers who you would take over almost every, I think you would take right now, Devonte Parker and who's that other guy? I always said I like on your team. Uh, the, Kendrick uh, Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. I take Kendrick Bourne like and Devonte Parker yeah. over literally every wide receiver the Chiefs have right now. And every then, single one, man. But uh, Dude, they and have then not recovered. You... They have not recovered since they got rid of Tyreek Hill. No, they have not and... recovered in that position. They have not recovered. Yes, they have Travis Kelsey. Um, and they have, you know, a couple people that can do some catching, like uh, pretty much like the running backs on like a little, little bit of, you know, an out route or something like that. But they don't have, they don't have anybody downfield, anybody run down. They do have people downfield, but they're not going to catch the football. Well, <laughs> and then there was this huge, huge, uh, like, you know, uh, I. The, the stories coming out of this game are fucking weird to me. Like what is true on the Chiefs side, which I did not see happening in this game, was the Chiefs offensive line and defensive line completely dominated the Eagles offensive and defensive line. That I did not see happening. But the first half, the Eagles couldn't move the ball because – and people were saying Jalen Hurts was bad in the first two quarters. He literally had 0.1 second to throw or move around in the pocket before there were three guys on him. Like that was one of those things where yeah, I did I mean, not see I mean, that and that's, and that's credit to the Kansas City uh, defensive line because we all know that the offensive line for the Eagles is legit. So, I mean, that was one of my favorite aspects of the game was the – Eagles offenses, offensive line versus the Chiefs defensive line. That was such a good battle all night because the flip-flop on that, it was just constant holding and holding and holding, but never being called on the Chiefs. But 
whatever we'll get to (laughs) at this point i don't care and if anybody wants to talk about uh penalties in this game i mean i can point to the egregious calls on both sides that i messaged you and i was just like there's no way in fuck that was a penalty on the chiefs and then 10 minutes later the offsides like, one yeah there's yeah that offsides one i don't know what like i don't know there, they said they, they basically said that he got set the eagles player was set so it offset the neutral zone neutral zone infraction which yeah i don't know dude in the eagles i remember we talked about this in the eagles Chiefs super bowl they called a penalty on the eagles that benefited the chiefs that i've literally never seen called again or before in any fucking game which is the uh penalty because the eagles didn't allow the Chiefs substitution or something like that remember that yeah. weird fucking penalty where i was like what fuck like i've never seen that before in my life i've never seen the this one benefited the eagles as opposed to the chiefs but i've never seen that false start that was not a false start or that it was a, new, it was a neutral zone it was a neutral yeah, zone infraction that was uh instead of false start because the center like moved his head i don't know that was fucking weird but then that that but again then the chiefs got that bullshit uh um Roughing the passer. Yes. And then there was another one where I always love when the Chiefs, uh, it's usually the Chiefs, but when a team gets a penalty that then they go to the booth and have the penalty guy come on and the announcers and the penalty guy are always just like, I mean, that doesn't look like a penalty to me. I don't even know what the penalty is. And then it just goes on to the next play, even though on the field it's called a penalty and you have three quote unquote experts on the rules just being like, I don't know what the penalty was, but I guess here we go. And it's just like that happened like three times in favor yeah. of the Chiefs last night. And I, then it happened I on love that offside to social, the I hate social media in general, but <laughs> um, I do um, a couple social media sites and it is absolutely, I mean, OnlyFans is obviously one of them. Yeah, but yeah. Um, for myself, I have one. Look me up, Casino. <laughs> Don't do that because you'll probably find some creepy thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, but uh, I was just nonstop, and I've sent you a few, just nonstop Mahomes whining, getting touched. And it was more than ever than I've ever seen with Brady. I know Brady always whined as well, but man, maybe I was just oblivious to it. I mean, you're a third party person here. Yeah. Was Brady as bad as Mahomes is when it yes. comes to it? Okay, yes. fair enough. But fair enough, dude. But I will say, at least Brady waited till the play was over to start bitching and complaining. Patrick Mahomes in that roughing the passer call was mid being pushed down and rolling over, where he is already looking at the ref complaining, and he hasn't even finished taking like the push net, like. Literally, Fletcher Cox is running towards him. And again, this is one of those ones where it goes to the announcers and the uh, rules officiating guy in the booth is explaining, oh, well, we only call these when it's, you know, the defensive player has two steps and then makes the motion. And then both Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are like, yeah, but 
Fletcher Cox had one step and then the rules guy is like, oh yeah, this shouldn't be called. This isn't pass interference. And then it just is. And we just go on and then it's just the like yeah. no shot to the head. It was, it was like, wild. it was like, oh, we see his uh, helmet go directly into his chest. And then it was just like, well, now the announcers can't even do the, uh, oh, well, it was a shot to the head that's going to be called every time because we're literally seeing replay footage of it not happening. Yeah, it was wild. But it so, was wild. refs aside, because I think you can point out bullshit on both sides. Both sides, I, it's fair. The, the What needs to be talked about this Chiefs team is they finally, in the Patrick Mahomes era, have a top five i would even say top three defense right oh, they're like, phenomenal that defense is yeah. fucking crazy they're really good and what the narrative coming into this season was and we fucking talked about it we also talked about it last year was the narrative of you don't need anybody else you have patrick mahomes right you don't need you just need patrick mahomes and travis kelsey you don't need anybody else because uh it's patrick mahomes he'll get him the ball there were two passes in this game Marquez Valdez Scantling gets hit in the hands on a where he just beat his guy clean. Yeah, he, he wasn't hit. even. I had. Oh, finish this and I'll continue. Oh. Yeah. He gets hit in the hands and instead of trying to bring the ball down to his chest, he brings it up to his shoulder and then loses it. And it's like, I don't even know why he like was trying to go up with the ball instead of down. And then the. Last play of the game, the fourth and 25. I mean, this one I think is more forgivable, but Watson, it hits him uh, where it would have been a first down right in the hands. And then it just literally just goes right through him. And I mean, he gets hit from the back like the second. Yeah, but yeah, so on both of of those. So the Scantling um, miscatch. People are like, well, he was reaching, you know, he had to lay out for it. And I'm like, no, he didn't. He was still in stride. <laughs> yeah. Like he was falling down in his stride, but he was still in stride. He didn't have to jump for it. The ball hit him smack dab in both hands. It was in Whoop. both hands. And like you said, instead of letting it hit his hands and as he's going to the ground, he kind of falls with it and turns, which most receivers would do. Which we saw Devontae Adams literally do what? With like, the 10 De- minutes before Devontae that? Smith or Devontae Smith. I'm sorry. And we'll get to that. I have, <laughs> yes. We'll get to that one. Um, but yeah, he tried to bring it up instead of grabbing it, letting his hand stay under it to the chest and rolling with it, which is how you should catch those with the ball coming over your shoulder. Um, but then, yeah, then the, the, the latter um, catch miscatch that you were talking about the fourth and 25 or 22 or whatever it was, it was 25, 25, yeah. Yeah, he had two people on him, and he did have somebody grab him right as he was getting the football was getting to his hands. But you catch those, you catch those, and you take the hard hit, and you just go to the ground. You're gonna get spotted where you caught the ball at while you were in the air, which would have been a first down. Oh, and then so you have those two egregious plays. But how about you? You did Travis Kelsey did get the fourth down catch, but the third down right through his hands dude right right and again that they, can be attributed to the the weather but again as an eagles chiefs game you're not allowed to bitch about any of the field conditions no. as i've learned from the super bowl so it's raining for some reason the rain's only affecting eagles players like this was the narrative for the super bowl right so oh, now you yeah. can't twist it around but also 
a thing I haven't heard, which I'm shocked because I've been reading about this game nonstop all day the and last night the two things i don't hear and i haven't seen once that i'm like how the fuck is nobody bringing this up the only thing uh out of this game that made me think like because obviously the the narrative is like oh chiefs should have traded for a better wide receiver at the trade deadline everybody knew this was an issue like they have the most drops in the league by a fucking 26 drops 26 drops this season and that's the most by i think six I, I thought think it was the second 29. Is, I thought it was even more. Uh, oh, maybe it was 26 going into the game. I don't know. I thought I saw 26, but it's they, they're regardless, winning it. they have the most in the they're league. They're winning it by a large margin. Yeah, but the things going into this game is you look back at all those Andy Reid teams, the one major flaw in every Andy Reid team, and this is on all his all pro Eagles teams that were going to the NFC Championship four years in a row. The first three years of those NFC championship games, the issue was they had no good wide receivers. All those Eagles cheat or all those great Eagles teams, he never had good wide receiving groups. Never. The first time he had a elite wide receiver was Terrell Owens. And then that's the year they go to the Super Bowl. And then they lose him after that year. And then they and never they got back to the that Super year. Bowl. <laughs> yeah boo uh but then you go to the chiefs the chiefs were most dominant when they had tyree kill right and then they had travis kelsey the alex smith chiefs uh teams or whatever were built the exact same way that the eagles teams were which is wide receiver has never been an andy reed like position that he cares about and it always cost him in big games or in big uh like playoff games so this like narrative that like oh well they'll just go get a good wide receiver it's like look at Andy Reid's entire history as a head coach he's literally been a coach for what 20 years and on three of those teams he had an elite wide receiver like that's just not a position he cares about and then the second narrative is Why is no one, because I keep seeing like the, why are these Chiefs wide receivers so bad? They have the same group that won the Super Bowl for them last year, minus like Juju Smith-Schuster. And it's like, you want to know what the major difference is that for some reason everybody acts like doesn't matter? Eric Bieniemy is not there. So this genius offensive play caller was designing all these plays to hide the weakness of his team is now gone. And instead you have the Chiefs doing, I don't think it's any coincidence whatsoever that the Chiefs offense is literally the worst it's ever been. And that's because this is the first year under Mahomes and Andy Reid that they don't have Eric Bieniemy. And Eric Bieniemy goes to the commanders and the issue on the commanders is not their offense. Their issue over there is they're trading away all their good defensive players and they have a lame duck coach. So now we have this offensive genius no longer with his former team. And now all of a sudden that former team with the same people they had last year cannot score or move Send them to the, the ball Patriots, at all. please. <laughs> like it's a, like, I don't get why like his name, like we just act like it was all Patrick Mahomes. Like it clearly wasn't. Because same group of guys, they have their scoring average, what, 16 points a game? Like, it's 
it's night and day. And last little bit on this game casino that I want to ask you about. You gotta get you gotta go, right? Yeah, I got like five minutes. So uh last thing on this game is uh on the Eagles, you needed to win your fantasy game if Devontae oh. Smith had a great game and he had the and best game AJ, of... and AJ Brown had to have a bad game. Yeah. Like I, so was, I was there like was 17, I was like 16 points behind or uh, it was like 13 points behind, but I had Smith and he had Brown and I was like, all right, well, there's no way Smith is going to beat Brown by at least 13 points. Like this is just not going to happen, <laughs> which that Devonte Smith pass was my favorite play of the game. Oh, if mine only too. because mine too. It won me my fantasy league, but AJ Brown would have had my favorite play of the game. If they would have given him that strip, uh, fumble where he just rips it out of the guy, but that'd been cool. I mean, he touched him. He touched his sh- helmet to the ground while he was touching AJ Brown's shin. So that means he's down by contact, which I thought was bullshit. But again, I'll like that's fine. Like it's in the rules. Like whatever, whatever. But fuck, that was a good play, and I wish yeah, they would have given it to him. Uh, but tell your Devonte Smith story, Casino. Oh yeah, no, I mean, so I, I was already like, okay, well. He's he's doing he's doing okay. He's got some he's got some points, but I would have to like in my mind, I was like, there's just no way I wasn't calculating how much Brown had or or Smith had. I was just like, well, I haven't seen Brown catch too many. And Smith, he's getting, you know, he's getting some looks, but I know it's a long ways away. As soon as that catch happened, I sprinted over to my <laughs> phone. Like people, there was only like eight people behind the uh, on on the other side of the bar, all regulars. But I run over to my phone. I'm fumbling it. I turn it on. People are thinking I have a family issue going on, you know, the family <laughs> issue I've been having, or like something's wrong with my kids or something. But I'm getting it and I'm just start yelling and screaming with joy, but they thought it was sadness and you know, fright. But yeah, no, I was just so happy. That pushed me over the edge. And then I was literally just screaming at the TV every time the Eagles had the football of don't throw it to Brown. Don't throw it to Brown. <laughs> like, I want you to win this game, but don't throw it to Brown. Like, fucking don't. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, apparently, also, I, mean, I know apparently we both picked the Chiefs. To you. Here. I know we both picked the Chiefs in this. But as soon as I found out from Taylor Swift's like, Vanity Fair tour that uh, she wasn't going to make it, I'm so sad that I'm doing this and I'm going <laughs> off of the Taylor Swift thing. But it, it really affects them. Because it really he, does. He didn't have a good game. He had that costly fumble as well, uh, Travis yeah. Kelsey, as well as yeah, he had a touchdown, but he didn't look good in this game. He looked jet lagged and tired from too much <laughs> partying, too much, uh, partying down in uh, down down in uh, it was uh, Argentina, I think. Yeah, Argentina is the one he went to. I was gonna yeah. say Brazil, but that's also, where they are now. Wild. I love. I love the conspiracy theory that Taylor Swift did not come to this game because she's a known Eagles fan. So she didn't want to be at an Eagles game in a Travis Kelsey. I thought it was just because some Brazilian lady died at her concert. I mean, that's probably it, but I like the conspiracy theory where she didn't want to go to this game because she would have to wear a chief's Jersey. That's the one I'm going to believe because I love it. I love it. But Um, casino, we got, uh, three minutes before I got to get out of here. So let's quickly pick uh, the picks. three Thanksgiving and we'll... games. And then uh, the Friday, they're doing a stupid 
Black Friday game uh, for uh, Amazon, whatever. Uh, so we'll pick it. those first four games and then uh, let's we'll just get roll through here. them. I'm just going to pick them. Yeah, go. Lions, Cowboys, Niners, Dolphins. Uh, and that was easy because we have the exact same picks. I also think that I can't remember. I think uh, the best the best game out of them all are going to be the Niners Seahawks because I know the Seahawks did just lose to the Rams, but I still like the Seahawks. I still think they're a, a scrappy team. Um, besides yeah. that, I don't really. The other ones don't really excite me. Obviously, I want the Lions to beat the Packers. Lions, Packers, Bears, oh my, whatever. <laughs> not uh, last episode-ish. I mean, I know they're all divisional games, so that's supposed to make them more interesting, but what a shit-tier list um, of games to be, right. especially be standalone. Like, the for, for the Friday standalone game to be Dolphins at Jets, like, ugh. And then, yeah, I agree with you. I think 49ers Seahawks will obviously be the most competitive out of all of them. But I really think Lions and then the Cowboys game, I think those have potentials to be blowouts. Uh, Dolphins Jets should be a blowout, but we've seen the Jets defense right. actually be good. So I'm sure that'll just be um, another Dolphins Raiders. Big week. I know we got not a lot of time. We'll, we'll we'll do an episode, I think, probably Friday, so before college football. But I'm excited for this weekend. This is going to be all the in-state rivals. So you have, like, Washington, who's now number four, by the way. I like that. Yeah. Washington over Washington State. Um, then you got Florida versus Florida State. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Obviously, that's going to be easy. Arizona, Arizona State. Uh, Vanderbilt, Tennessee. Michigan, Ohio State. That's going to be a great one, obviously, as always um oregon oregon state that's going to be a phenomenal one because oregon state's legit right now um that is all going to be exciting but i do i'm going to end the podcast on this because a lot of our listeners are from vegas go rebels the unlv running rebels are nine and freaking two that's insane it is awesome and they uh the final the final um polls come out tomorrow um the first like preliminary polls have come out that you're not in the top 25 which i don't know how because a lot of analysts that i read up on have them in the top 25 um but this is the crazy this is the, the crazy thing so i believe it yeah it's tulane um it, tulane or toledo i believe yeah not toledo tulane uh whichever um i think it's tulane if they lose one of their next couple games their last game or their championship game and the Rebels win against San Jose State their last game, and then they would host the Mountain West Conference Championship, and they win that game, UNLV would get a New Year's Six Bowl. Oof. That's what? crazy. Dude, <laughs> yeah. mind-boggling that I can even say that. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. And, like, what this coach has done with this true freshman quarterback and all these random players that, that came to this school this year, I'm so excited to be a Rebel fan. It's it's wild. And they are good. They're good. Oh, yeah. it was so much fun yeah. to watch. And that was the biggest game against Air Force in program history because Air Force was good all year long. They were both 8-2 and two going into that game. Um, the refs yeah. were favoring heavy on UNLV or on the Air Force because it was away at Air Force. But I just had to bring that up. It's wild. It's relevant because they're almost in the top 25. And they should be. 
and it's just crazy that they might have a shot at a New Year's New Year's Six Bowl. Fucking wild. Yeah. No. That's wild. Crazy. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about... And it's, and it's funny, because, like, seven weeks ago, uh, when I was like, oh, you know, he beat Vanderbilt, you were like, you have, you have literally 30 seconds. Tell me why. <laughs> well, it's interesting now, because you know he might make the New Year's Six Bowl, which yeah. is fucking cool. Uh, but all right, that's it for us today. Hi. I had we'll to get that Friday. off. Friday, we'll talk get that more college football. We'll make the rest of the NFL picks. Uh, I think we did pretty good yeah. for jamming all that in this short session. Yeah, I still did about like 40 minutes. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Uh, well, yeah, we'll I did the open. Adios. I should do the close. All right. We do the close right now. Well, I'm Casino. That's Will over there. And adios, amigos. <laughs> I don't know. How do you do it? I don't pay attention to you on the it's, closing. It's, it's ending. <laughs>